On today's show, 13 going on 30, Dave Watson. Ah. 13 games in the NBA last night. We're going to attempt to break them all down in the next 30 minutes or so. Nick Engstead locked on Mavs. Dave Watson locked on Bulls. Joel Embiid dropped 50. Jokic almost did the same with a triple-double. Luka drops 40. And we'll play on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks Podcast and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Joining me as always on a great Thursday. Thirsty Thursday right before the weekend. Big Dave Watson, Locked On Bulls. What you got for me, Dave? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling right. It's a lot of games. I know 13 is an unlucky number, but it's going to be lucky tonight, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it works for uh, it worked for Jennifer Gardner. It's going to work for us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you going to do the Thriller dance? Is that what you going to do? We're going to get Mark Ruffalo to do the Thriller dance? That's what's going to happen. All right. <laughs> Thanks for making Lockdown NBA your first listen every single day. Remember, Lockdown NBA is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch us right now. Uh, have some fun because we love to have some fun on a Thursday. We got a bunch of games to break down for you. And man, uh, there was a bunch of games and a lot of crazy stuff happened. Stick with us. Every, we'll cut. We'll break down every all 13 games, everything that happened, uh, or as much as, as much as we can tell you in 30 minutes. We got it, baby. We got it. First up, the weirdest game, I think, of the night. Okay. Or at least the weirdest ending. Brooklyn Nets beat the Washington Wizards 119 to 118. Now, ever now you listening, you did not think I was going to start with Nets Wizards. Absolutely, you did not think this. But the Nets get the win without Kevin Durant. The Nets never trailed in this game after the first minute. They went down 3-2, and then they never trailed again. But the Wizards started to make a big comeback in the fourth quarter. Beal had eight points and three assists. Kuz had seven points. Montrezl Harrell and Dinwiddie had a good little run there. And in the fourth quarter, the the Wizards had just come back from a 10-point deficit. And, the, and they were down by a couple points here. Dinwiddie throws the ball to Kuzma in the corner, right, right in front of the Nets bench. And a Nets assistant coach, who we have now identified after, <laughs> after sending out the, uh, the, the squad. Yes, sir. Deflects the ball, and it goes out of bounds. And they called it a turnover on Kuzma, who was in the corner. Dave, how upset would you be if you were the Wizards if this guy, if this assistant coach, deflected a ball in play and then it's it's a lit, like two minutes left in the fourth quarter? This was a really big play, a really big moment, and it goes out of bounds. I would be fuming. All right, now whatever his fine is going to be, I think it should be taken care of. You by think they're going to think they're going to find him? If he's talking bad about, you know, the referees and things like that, they usually find those players for doing those kind of things. So I think it's a fine coming for him. Well, I thought you meant they were going to find the happen. assistant coach. No, I'm sure, no. <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to find the assistant coach. No, I don't think that's going to happen. But let me talk about like, this assistant coach. Like, I don't I'm, think they find Barton, right, from the, from no, the Cubs? No, no, we, <laughs> no. You can't even find him. He don't even exist on earth anymore, right? Only, he don't, I, I haven't seen him since. We don't know what he's doing. But I hope he's doing well. Shout out to you, Barton. I hope he's doing well. Oh, man. But let me talk about this assistant coach. Coach, man, my man David Vanterpool. I am now fascinated with David Vanterpool, man. <laughs> you went on a little all, deep dive while we were prepping. Yes, I did. First of all, I find out that he used to play for the Wizards, so maybe he was having a little flashback. The irony of this that he played for the <laughs> yes. Wizards and he deflected the ball for the Wizards to like help them yeah. lose. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'm open. This is my time." You know, he called a quick flashback. They never gave it to me when I was playing in the year 2000. It's my time now. He averaged five points and three assists. 
He never he didn't even hit a three pointer, so he was around the three point line. He played twenty two <laughs> games when he was twenty seven. His only year right, in the league, exact only year in the league. But he is a Euro League champion. He won like four <laughs> titles in the Euro League. Won an MVP over there, Defensive Player of the Year. Let him in assists. He is the man overseas, man. Shout out to David Vanderpool for doing that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that was absolutely crazy. That's the second crazy thing I've seen a Mets coach kind of do because I'm thinking of Jason Kidd and what he did in Milwaukee. But <laughs> that's the second thing I've seen like a guy Miami, on the Nets do. That. Me of that. <laughs> it was classic, <laughs> classic. But this is wild. And then he gets away with it. And he got away with it. it. And he got away with it, man. That's wild, this, dude. It was the opposite of the Scooby Doo villain. I, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky coos and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but late in the game the Wizards had a chance here Kuz made a big three that gave him uh, just it was like a one or two point deficit Harrell had a massive block late in the game I think against Kyrie or, or uh, Harden and yeah. then Kuzma missed a three for the win and then Dinwiddie chucked one up that could have been yeah. a win for them as well mm-hmm. Brooklyn gets that win the Wizards are still trying to figure out what to do but Brooklyn wins without Kevin Durant that's a massive win for them they win mm-hmm. without Kevin Durant uh, the Clippers and the Denver Nuggets. This was probably the best game of the night. This one went into mm. overtime. The Nuggets end up getting the win. The Clippers playing without Paul George, Nick Batum, Marcus Morris, and of course still Kawhi Leonard. It was the battle of the bigs in this one. If you're a fan of big man play, if you're a fan of a big man putting it down on the ground, doing a little like hop step and a skip and then like laying it in, this was your game, man. This game was all about you. Jokic, 49 points, 14 boards, seven offensive boards in that too. 10 assists in this game as well for him. Um, and then on the other side, Zubats, he, he stepped up in his play too. 32 points. It was a career high for him. 10 boards. He had six offensive boards. Was no one getting defensive rebounds in this game, I guess. But uh, but yeah, this one came down to final couple seconds in the in overtime. Mm-hmm. Jokic was was off the ball and he was trying to dive into the paint and Zubats like got in front of him and that the weird thing where Zubats's arm was tangled up with Jokic and Jokic did yeah. that thing where he's like sort of trying to go for the foul didn't really try to go around him they didn't right. call the foul Jokic gets the ball he gets the and one instead and goes up 127 125 with about 30 seconds left to go back down to the other end Zubats gets a bucket so he makes up for the the non foul call Jokic mm-hmm. gets trapped on the right wing. And he throws, I mean, a dime, yes. a, a dime that would make Jay Cutler in his prime blush <laughs> to, to Aaron Gordon in the corner for a three. And uh, with, there was 1.7 seconds left. Denver goes up 130 to 127. Um, Reggie Jackson actually got up a good shot in that 1.7 yeah. seconds from about midcourt and missed it. But uh, that Jokic pass, man, you just start thinking how many, how many people could make that pass because he's on the opposite end of the half court. Gordon is in the corner, and he hit him exactly where he needed to be to hit that shot. He was the only yeah. guy open, too. Yeah, and it's just amazing to think that he's the center. Like, you know, that just blows my mind when I see that happen. And shout out to Gordon for hitting that, because I had no faith that he was going to hit that three-point <laughs> shot. I'm serious. He's, I had no faith at all well this year. He has. He has. I just, I just know Aaron Gordon. This is just my Aaron Gordon and what I've seen throughout his career. But, yeah, shout out to him for hitting that shot. And also – how that guy ran off the bench and didn't get a technical foul on on, on Denver after Gordon hit <laughs> the shot because he thought the they game hear, was over. They didn't hear the yeah. whistle. He thought it was over and done. But how you don't get a technical foul on that, I have no idea, man. But, dude, Jokic, he scored, 70, scored or assisted on 73 of that 130 points that they had. That man is insane, man. But shout out to my guy, Zubox, or as I like to call him, Zubox Shakur, because he dropped 32 <laughs> on him, baby. 
That's my guy right there. That's my guy. Shout out to him, man. He dropped 32. I always knew he had it. He said Zubach. <laughs> uh, That's my man. Jokic, according to StatMuse, most points in a triple-double by a center in NBA history. Jeez. Will Chamberlain, 53. Will Chamberlain again, 50, 51, because that's how every every stat in the NBA starts is two Will Chamberlains and then other guys. Will Chamberlain, 53. Will Chamberlain, 51. Kareem, 50 in a triple-double. Jokic, 49 in a triple-double. Fourth mm. most points by a center in a, with a triple-double in NBA history. Incredible for him. Incredible. That one, uh, the Nuggets take that one. In the West, it's really, really tight now. Yeah. Speaking of the West, the Dallas Mavericks get a win. Uh, man, Luka Doncic had a, himself a game, went off for 41 mm-hmm. points and a 41 in a, so like Jokic got 49 in a game where it was overtime. They both scored like 120. This was a slow ass game that the Mavericks and the, and the Raptors played. And Luka still got 41 in this one, mm-hmm. 41 mm-hmm. points season high, 14 rebounds season high, seven assists should have had like 15, but, uh, Luka Doncic finally stepping back into who he has to be. And I said this on lockdown mm-hmm. Mavs, I'll say it again. He had to play in this game the way that he had played against the Clippers in the playoffs the last couple of years because the Raptors only played seven guys in this game, so they played this real tight rotation. Nick Nurse was like, I don't care how tired we're going to get. We're going to play these guys right into the ground and play these seven guys because I don't trust anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then they had all these long wings, too, where Luka had to make quick decisions. He had to get to his spot. He had to make quick passes. He had to be aggressive. He, if he was going to go for a shot, he had to do it right away. And mm-hmm. so uh, it looked just like he had to play against that Clippers team the last couple of years. So it was almost muscle memory for him. Like, I'm just going to go back to where I was. And, uh, and yeah, Luca basically carrying this Mavericks team to a big win. Man, 13 to 24 shooting. He talked about, you know, his shot and how bad it was. There was a reporter that asked him, uh, I believe it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, that was informing him, you know, you now have the most triple doubles, you know what I'm saying, in Mavericks history combined. If anybody combined, like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. He was like, I got to shoot better. <laughs> that was the only thing he said. I need to shoot better. And that's what he did when he came out there, man. When he puts it together, I mean, it's, he, it's, you can argue top three in the league when that dude is putting it together, man. Like, he oh, is really, truly special to watch. I mean, I don't have to do it. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers that speak for you. And what he did, that. man, he is absolutely incredible out there on the floor. And also having a guy like Jason Kidd out there who has done – incredible wonders for y'all and y'all defense. I don't, I, it's been amazed what he's done, but I think he'll give him more tools about being, you know, an even better point guard uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, even more better than what he's been. If you are confused about the Mavericks defense, which many of you are, go listen to my episode from Wednesday on locked on maps. I break down the entire defense, tell you why they've been good and all that. So go check mm-hmm. that out. But the Mavericks get a win. Another good defensive win for them as well. Fred Van Vliet, four of 20 in this game. He absolutely Ooh. struggled. Uh, in this game, Siakam, OG, and Anobi had pretty decent offensive games, but mm. uh, it, they just got, they were so sloppy and the Raptors were so sloppy and got gassed in this game to the point where yeah. uh, the, the Raptors almost took this game several times too. So let's just not pretend that the Mavericks d- dominated them. They almost yeah. gave this game away several times, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, Mavs ended up getting the win in the end with a couple big plays from Luca in the fourth quarter mm. coming up. Let's get into Joel Embiid at a 50 burger yeah. inc- an incredible game from him. And then we also have to talk about your Bulls with DeMar DeRozan. And Vooch, is Vooch finally coming around? A lot of good stuff. And, of course, we got to play coming up on today's Lockdown NBA. But before we do, let me tell you about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. It's the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. NFL playoffs happening. It's happening right now. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, three-and-a-half-point underdog against the Titans. Ooh, 
That one's interesting. Ooh, you believe in the Titans or are you liking my Bengals? I like the Titans. I do. I like them. I'm yeah. rolling with your Bengals, though. I'm rolling with you because you my guy. I'm rolling with your Bengals. Chiefs, man. one and a half point favorite against the Bills. That one is a fascinating game. Bucks, three point favorite against the Rams. If you're feeling confident about any of these games, go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you deposit some money. So you put down 100 bucks, they'll give you 50 more bucks to use on some of these games. So go check it out, betonline.ag. And then uh, use the promo code LOCKDOWN. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Big Dave, let's get into the rest of these games in the night. There's a lot we got to fly through here. The Chicago Bulls against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Bulls get the win against the Cavs, who all of a sudden, like the Cavs, you can't talk about them like, oh, this is just a win, right? The Cavs are a a definite good team in the NBA, and a win against the Cavs is now seen as a good thing instead of just an expected thing, which I think is pretty interesting. But 117 to 104, the Bulls get the win. Yeah, coming off a four-game losing streak, uh, you know you want Bulls wanted to get this victory. I didn't honestly, I didn't expect them to get this victory, but they said, Dave, you're an idiot. You know we're good. You should roll with <laughs> us. So I'm like, yes, I should, Chicago Bulls. DeMar DeRozan is just absolutely special. Carried this team to this victory, man. But Ken enough said uh about my man Vucevic, who's been up and down, and Bulls fans been tearing him down, pitchforks and torches from that man Vucevic. But he hit that key three-pointer at the end, man, to seal this victory. And he had a really solid game. Every good team, I feel like, has that one guy that's sort of like the polarizing player where, yeah. you know, it's the Porzingis, it's the Draymond, it's the guy that you're like, okay, you're good at times, but we just, we need something else for you, or we should mm. trade you, or, you know, something else like that. What's the, been the deal with Vooch this year, and uh, is he like the linchpin to this team and how they're going to succeed in the playoffs or just the rest of this year? Well, a lot of it is him being trying to get acclimated to being the third option. He's not used to doing that. He's used to being that number one guy and having, you know, a bunch of shooters around him. That's what it was for him in Orlando. So him being a number three guy, you know, kind of changed that. Also, a lot of his weaknesses are being just magnified because this team built, you know, a wall around him when he showed up here, you know, with Patrick Williams here, with Lonzo Ball, with Alex Caruso. Those were the guys that was going to defend the perimeter and make it a little easy for him. Well, Patrick Williams is gone. Lonzo Ball has knee injury right now. Alex Caruso just finally came back. So it looked like he was struggling and getting done up and things like that. But his scoring is usually how his defense works. So if he's scoring well, that means he's being well, doing well defensively. So He's just got to be a little more consistent. He's been very inconsistent, but he's still 16 and 11 in every game, man. So <laughs> he's solid. I'm not worried about him. Dude's a two-time All-Star. He'll figure it out. Tell me about Ayo Desumu. He's oh. a, a guy that that my co-host Isaac Harris from Lockdown Maps was loving him in the draft. He had a good game oh. in this one. How much time you got, man? Listen, Ayo Desumu. <laughs> uh, two minutes, maybe. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I'll break it down for you. Ayo is absolutely awesome. Not only is he now in the starting lineup because of Lonzo Ball's injury, but he is also being asked to run the point guard position, score, assist, and guard the best player on the other team. And he's mm. doing all of that well as a rookie that was drafted in the second round. He has truly been an awesome part of the Chicago Bulls victories here. I believe he had uh, 18 points and eight assists in this game right here, man. He was awesome. He had so many key buckets, man, and he plays defense great. Like, Ayo, I can't say enough about him, man. He should definitely be in the running for rookie of the year. Think about this. Backcourt of Ayo DeSumo, Kobe White, with Alfonso McKinney <laughs> starting, and then DeRozan and Vooch. <laughs> Why you got to laugh? Why you got to like, laugh at Alfonso? Like that's the number one team in the Alfonso, East man. right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We play hard. We play tough. And shout out Alex Caruso because he was the linchpin. Like you were talking about linchpin. He was the linchpin. You know, offense, defense. He did it all for the Bulls tonight. 
that's a culture change because like last year, this team with that lineup, if it was Levine instead of DeRozan or something like, you know, if it was like the exact yeah. same team as last year with a couple of these guys, like they lose games like this, right? Oh. They lose oh. a lot. Like what? they wouldn't be number one in the East. It's crazy. What, what kind of a culture change has just changed everybody across the board on this team. It's been amazing to watch. Shout out to uh, Arturis Kondosovic and to Mark Eversley, man. The things that they've done for this team, it just makes me feel good that we are involved in good basketball. It's been a long time, Chicago Bulls fans. It's been a long time. The Orlando Magic fall to the Joel Embiid's <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Embiid ties a career high with 50 points. A 50-burger yeah. for Embiid. I'll just do a little quick one. Count it up. 50 points, 20, Embiid scored 20 of the Sixers' first 25 points in the game. Yes, he did. In the first quarter. He also had a 23-point third quarter. Uh, absolutely incredible game from him. Uh, he had 50 points in 27 minutes. Boom. That's the biggest part for me right there. 50 points in 27 minutes, man. And he hit Insane. one three. So it wasn't one. like he just jacked up a bunch of threes. So like Mo Bamba on the other side of this, he also had a career high. He hit 32 points, but he had seven of eight from three. So he's hitting a bunch of threes and he mm. only had one of, you know, only one of two from the free throw line and right. bead only hit one three. He was 15 to 17 from the line, but 50 points and 12 boards. If we go to, um, if we go to, uh, it's the, it's that from ESPN stats and info, the fewest okay. minutes played in a 50 point, 10 rebound game in the shot clock era. So since they added the shot clock, which is like, before our parents were born. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, dude, can you just think about how efficient that is. Like, that is absolutely insane. And to get it from your center position is insane, man. That man is really special. And he was, what, 15 to 17 from the free throw line. Mm -hmm. that, that's just stuff that doesn't happen for seven-footers, man. The man's footwork is just unreal. It's uncanny. He can do it all, man. He's just special to watch. He really is. And Mobamba had 28 in the first half. Yeah, like, he did. Like, that's crazy. Mo Bamba got to do more for this Magic team. If he's <laughs> oh, he's, he's Mo Bamba. He's doing the best he can. Like he's doing the best he can. Afterwards, Embiid tweeted out at the real Mo Bamba. Couldn't guard me tonight. Hashtag he cooked me too. Hashtag fifty. <laughs> <laughs> the nicest burn ever. <laughs> I know he didn't go straight after him like he did with like yeah. Drummond in the past. But right, you just wish you right. had been a little bit more. Uh, you, want, you, you want another stat with Wilt in it? <laughs> Oh, do I? <laughs> Come on. Stat me is another one from them. Most points per minute in an NBA game. Uh, wow. What's the first one you think? Clay Thompson. No, no, no. The, it's Wilt. <laughs> it's Wilt. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, 100 points in 48 minutes. That's the most that you can get, I think. Of course. Like 100 of points course. in 48. Yeah. Number two, so. right behind it, actually. So, like, points per minute, that's 2.08 for Wilt. Clay Thompson, 60 in 29 minutes. That's 2.07. So he's right there. Mm, he's right uh, Clay there. again with 52 minutes and 27 or 52 points in 27 minutes. Then Harden, then Kobe uh, with his 81 points. Right. George right. Gervin at a 63 point game. Kobe at another 60 yeah. point game. Malone, I think it's Moses or Carl. It's one of the two. <laughs> it's one of the, it just said Malone. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. <laughs> and Bede then afterwards. So he scored 1.85 points per minute. That's in, that's mm -hmm. dominance right there. That's, it was definitely Carl, though, by the way. <laughs> it was it Carl? Carl? Okay. Well, yeah, it, it could Carl. have been Moses. No, Moses is uh, amazing, but it was Carl. <laughs> so, there, so there you go. Joel Embiid, man. I mean, he, he's putting up points against this Magic team. This Magic team, they, they're, I mean, they're, they're tanking. They're, they're they going. are. Yeah. Yeah. They're Worry going. about them next year. They're missing Worry. a bunch of guys due to injury still, too, and all that. But that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Young team. Uh, the the game that'll probably be the lead in most national NBA shows, but we are not most national NBA shows. The Lakers uh -huh. fall to the Indiana Pacers. 
104 to 111, just just days, no, nay, hours after Frank Vogel, the story of Frank Vogel comes out, that he's like holding on to this job by the by the, the fingernails is what the Kamenetsky yeah. brothers said on Lockdown Lakers today. He's yeah. barely holding on to this job. And so we got our, our we got our guy, our our NBA insider, Antonio Daniels, former player in the NBA, played against Kobe, played against everybody, is now okay. a broadcaster on Sirius XM NBA and also for the Pelicans. And he had his take on uh, Frank Vogel and his job security right now. I, I get it. The Lakers aren't dealing with something that someone else isn't because his league is unforgiving. This virus is unforgiving and the schedule is unforgiving. But. I don't think it's fair to put all of that solely on Frank Vogel. This isn't college. It's not Frank Vogel's job to go out and motivate guys to show up and play hard for 82 games. As an NBA player, you are getting compensated handsomely. So you have to go out and perform. It's not on the coach to rah-rah and get you ready to perform night in and night out. It's true. He's a guy that was in the locker rooms. He knows what it was like. It's not on the, it's, this can't all be on the coach, right? It can't just all be Frank Vogel is the scapegoat, but he didn't get any of the credit because it was just LeBron who took them to the finals and all that. This team had won before. Uh, let's do a little blame pie action. Who are you blaming mm-hmm. on? Let's like a little, little preview counted up. Where are you putting the blame for this Lakers team? Because this is probably the worst loss. Did you? I'm going to keep going. Did you see the Lakers post game show on Sportsnet LA? I didn't. No. They got Robert Ory and they had James Worthy, and they they Classic. cut back to them, and they had this this over the sky cam, like you know, on a on one of those lift things, like come in and swoop uh-huh. in and show this shot. Okay. James Worthy's head is on the table, and he's just like <laughs> keeled over. He's just like keeled over on the table. Just like, just cannot believe what is happening to him. And Robert Ory just has his hands in his face like, I cannot believe this is the team I'm talking about right now. I cannot believe. And they're just both sitting there. And the uh, announcer guy, I forget his I forget his name. The host was like, and we're back on Sportsnet LA. The Lakers and those guys are just like dying because they lost this game. Worst loss of the season for the Lakers. Oh, man. Uh, probably against this Pacers team. We're not giving the Pacers any credit. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's tough, man. Shout out to the Pacers. I like the Pacers. Because we talked about them last week, about teams who are most disappointing. Yeah. This is why I had them as the most disappointing. Because they could be really, really they could good. They win like man. this. Yeah, they're a really good team. Karis LeVert, another great game for him and everything. But but you asked the question, what do you put the blame on this? I, I'm going to put it on LeBron. I mean, LeBron is the one who put everything together. If he's going to get all the credit right. for when they win – I have to give him some of the blame for when they lose, man. And he's been having a great season. He's he has been doing his thing. I'm not blaming him for Anthony Davis or anything being injured, but he wanted Russell Westbrook here. You know, he passed on Buddy Hill. You know, he didn't want that. Everything that goes into place, you know, has LeBron's fingerprints on it. So if that's the case, I got to give him a portion of that blame too. LeBron and Russell Westbrook. LeBron minus twenty. Uh, Russ, Russell Westbrook minus eighteen. So just like it's just not clicking for them when they're yeah. uh, out there. And yeah, this, this Lakers team. It can't all just be on Frank Vogel. It literally it can't just be on him. It can't. It can't. But they got to figure some stuff out. There's some there's some drama now with Kurt Rambis coming down from the from on high and giving suggestions about playing not Dwight Kurt Howard and, and DeAndre <laughs> Jordan. More. Just just wait until Mrs. Rambis comes into play because when Mrs. Rambis comes <laughs> oh, into play oh, for the Lakers, that's a whole other situation that the Lakers have been through before. Um, man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, this whole this whole thing with the Lakers was just uh, it was. 
Some if it's it's confirmation bias either way. If you thought that this was gonna be a disaster from the beginning, you're like, well, it's a disaster. If you thought that they were gonna be good, then you're like, well, they'll turn it around eventually. Right, it's just right. every game seems they, they beat the Jazz the other night. You're like, okay, well, that's a good win. They're finally getting to be who they're gonna be. They right. lose this Pacers team, like, oh, it, just like I thought, this is gonna be a disaster from the beginning. So yeah, it is what it is with the Lakers right now. And uh, yeah, Frank Vogel will probably be gone by the time you're listening to this. I agree. I agree. It'll be on him. Who are they going to bring in that's going to change this, right? That, that all this veteran, like uh, this is the oldest team in the NBA. LeBron, Ariza, is. Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, Russell Westbrook. All those guys have played. No, Westbrook hasn't played in the finals, has he? Not yet. He's yeah, played no, West- Westbrook's played in the finals. Yeah, remember when he, he did, Durant yeah, in 2012, yeah. yeah. All mm-hmm. these guys have played in finals. All these yeah. guys have been on big on the big show, right? Like all these, and how are you, what coach are you going to bring in? Like, I mean, Phil Jackson? Honestly, like you're going to bring I me mean, a red Arbach with a hologram. Like who's going to coach this not team? Hologram not hologram red. Oh, we have the technology, red. Dave. Have- <laughs> oh my gosh. I think um, David Fisdale, I think they'll just go David Fisdale, to be honest with you, and, and just have put him David in. David Fisdale's turning this around. Program. Like he's got no. the gravitas to turn this I'm around. He saying, got fired I'm, by the Knicks. I'm not saying he does. I'm saying that's who I think they'll go do. They'll, what are they going to do? Go get another coach? Like in the midseason? No. They'll just get the guy that's sitting on the bench and LeBron says, I'll go win with you. Come, come do the interim you. guy. Yeah, you you do the guy. Now, What's, uh, I'll be play and you do it. Can we get can, who's, can we get Jason Sudeikis to just do a Ted Lasso like art piece? Like, can he just do the Truman Show for uh, for the whole year and go method with the Lakers? Like, oh, that's, my God. Ted Lasso is the only guy that can save this Lakers team. I don't even think that can happen. He's too nice. I don't think it will work with LeBron. He's no, got too big he, of a personality. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I've seen the first two episodes. What and he everybody did for keep, Jamie Tart, he can do for Russell Westbrook. Everybody keeps – I have a girl who keeps calling me Ted Lasso. She says, you're Ted Lasso, and I think that means he's a nice person. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some other things going on with Ted I need to see and get into with this show. He'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, Russell Westbrook is definitely Roy Kent in this scenario probably. Okay. All right. But, yeah. Uh, is, there you but go. Ted Lasso is the only one that can save the Lakers. In that this all right. Time. All right. I'll take your word. Coming up, we got more games to get into. We're going to play our favorite game. We're going to talk about our confidence level in the Bucks to make it back to the finals. We'll talk about Trey Young going off in the third quarter and Towns uh, doing Dirk dirty. We'll talk about all that coming up. All right, Big Dave. We got one more game before we play Count It Up. Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks get the win 132 to 134 to 122 against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Trey Young didn't score until the four minutes and 22 seconds left in the second quarter, but he finished the game with 30 points. He had 23 points in the third quarter. Atlanta went on a 20 to two run out of halftime. Their defensive intensity really picked up. And that's what this team has to do, right? With all these injuries, they got a Kongwu, DeAndre Hunter and, and John Collins, you got to lock up on defense if that's your personnel, right? Because Bogdanovich didn't play this game. Gallinari's been kind of a shell of himself this mm-hmm. year. Trey yeah. Young's been kind of in and out. So that's what this team has to do. They got it done. But I think the story is <laughs> on the Timberwolves' side. Oh, man. You know, before I get – like, the Timberwolves, it was weird because in that first half, the Timberwolves were playing solid. Like, going into halftime, what, they were 10 to 21 from the three-point line. They were shooting 48% from three. And then Trey Young came out in the third and dropped 23 on them, man. It went insane. It's his 11th, 30, and 10 game this season. Wow. His 11th. The dude is special, man. He's a mean guy, for real. He He's good. Carl uh, Anthony Towns gets called for a flagrant one after he does the – he tries to do the Dirk one-legged fade. I got my guy several places here on the show. I'm sure. Show, I'm showing, sure. showing off the Dirk one-legged – 
showing off the Dirk one-legged fade. Except for he he finished him off, right? Like he finished off the play <laughs> with a Rockets level Finish kick. Uh, and just like Draymond Green like dinked his leg up all the way and made contact and his defender fell down. He got called for a flagrant yeah. one. He got all upset about it. After the game, he said, I've, I've never seen it in basketball before. This is Carl Anthony Towns. I've never seen it in the NBA. All I say is Dirk Nowitzki got put on the floor for that same shot. And that he's referencing the the silhouette on the floor of the Mavericks yeah. arena. Yeah. I'm not here to give you a Dak Prescott kind of comment, so no comment. And Dak Prescott said some some pretty choice words about the referees and the Cowboys, yeah. uh, the Cowboys game the other night. But Carl Anthony Towns going after the refs for calling him out for kicking a guy in the junk. Like, what are we yeah. doing? I mean, well, first of all, how about the two shout outs for Dallas references right there? <laughs> like you. Right there, Everybody man. knows what they're getting with this. We're getting the number three media market in the NBA and the number four media market in the NBA. We're getting Chicago references with Bart with Bartman yeah. earlier, and we're getting Dallas references with me. That's, That's impressive, man. That's what but, you're dude, but no, you saw it when I watched it the first time. I was like, no, nah, that looks like the dirt. Let me watch it again. And then you just see the extension <laughs> on that leg come out there, and I'm like, that's not the dirt. That's the no. jerk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't the move right there. You don't kick the whole foot out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the jerk move right there. But, yeah, and, and the funny part is it went in, and he felt good about the shot. It was like, oh, he's, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. he's like, I'm the yeah. best shooting big man in NBA history. That's right, baby. That's, like, that's, that's cute. I know Dallas will never let that go, by the way. <laughs> Yo, never. he never let that never. go. Ever. All right. And I'll, listen, let me not speak too ill on Carly Towns because I'm trying to get him here to play for the Chicago Bulls. Also. <laughs> but yeah, but Carly not Towns. Tampering, that, not tampering no. on the podcast. <laughs> what? I don't know what you mean, man. Locked on Bulls. My big day, Matt Peck. Check us out. But yeah, man, I think Carl Anthony Towns, it's ridiculous. Like, it was a ridiculous move, man. And I maybe he will watch it again and come up with a whole different, you know, scenario in his head of what really happened. But you cannot extend the whole foot. And put that into another man's <laughs> special area. What <laughs> has happened? All right, you just not can't the go no right no there. square. You did not just but say no, don't no. put it in the no no, no, no. square. The no, I've never heard no no square before. I like that. Oh, I got <laughs> like friends. I got friends with kids, and they're always talking. Okay, about oh, <laughs> they have this. They have this song. They have this song to teach kids when they're young. Oh no! no I got to hear it now. Don't touch me there. That's my no no square, and they they sing it like all over. Like all over. <laughs> oh I man! Mean, I need a remix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Our favorite game every single week. All right, count it up. Detroit and Sacramento. Who thought this game was going to be fun? But it it was pretty fun. It was fun for everybody except for Sacramento Kings fans, uh, because the Sacramento Kings lose the Detroit Pistons 133 to 131. The Pistons only score 103 points a game, and they scored 133. Against the, uh, the the Sacramento Kings. The Kings had a nine-point lead with two minutes left. Detroit goes on an 11-0 run. They get the win. Cade Cunningham only plays 20 minutes because he gets it early foul trouble. And then he eventually fouls out in the fourth quarter. Just played 20 minutes. And he was minus 24 in a game that they won. Really weird game. But yeah. both these teams in the news because of deals that they offered for Ben Simmons. Mm. Here we go. Count it up. Which deal would you take if you were the Sixers? Now, Daryl Morey turned down both of these because he's a madman and he's turning down everything. But the, the, the Pistons offered Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, yeah. Kelly Olenek, and a first-round pick. So you got Jeremy okay. Grant, who people are trying to get right now. Sadiq Bey, young wing. Mm-hmm. Kelly Olenek, who's been here, there, and everywhere. And then a first-round pick from the, from the Pistons that is probably mm-hmm. a good first-round pick, right? Yeah, uh, oh, no Depending doubt. on the protections on it. 
Then for the Kings, Sacramento put together this massive deal, at least, or they considered it. Mm-hmm. Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, two first-round picks, but mm-hmm. for Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Matisse Tybel. They want the mm-hmm. they want the whole thing. Give us the whole give us the whole Sixers starting oh, three of the starting five. Uh <laughs> it up. which deal would you have taken if you were the Sixers? I will say when I heard that Kings deal, I said, I don't want to believe that they turned that down. That was that was That's the thing I thought about. That's a lot. But then I thought about both deals, and I think I'd take the Detroit one strictly because you have to give up less. Strictly, they just want Ben Simmons. You, you get to keep uh, Thibault, who's incredible on the defensive end. You get to keep Tobias Harris. And you get these guys like Jeremy Grant. You get uh, Kelly Olenek, and you get that first-round pick, man. That's that's really important. And Sadiq Bay, who dropped like 30 also tonight, man. So Sadiq Bay is solid, but I would take the Detroit deal. If I'm Doc Rivers, I'm not ready for Jeremy Grant and Tobias Harris to be doing <laughs> offensive things every single night. And, and I'm, I'm saying offensive in both the words. In both oh, uses of the word. Well uh, done. <laughs> that, that, that Sacramento deal is fascinating to me because Harrison Barnes, I think, is is a solid player that's been to you know been to a finals and has been around. He's He would be a great guy in a locker room. Tyrese Halliburton is probably the best young player in this whole group, like City right. Bay. Jeremy Grant's not – I don't know if he's Agreed. considered him young anymore. And you get two picks from the Kings. True. Two picks from the Kings. But you got to give up – you got to give up two of your guys, though. No, you but give- Tobias Harris, though, Tobias is making so much money. There, he's gonna he, be, he makes 35 this year. He's making like 37 next year, and then he's going to make 39 the year after that. Like that's – playing Tobias Harris $40 million, I'd – you, they may have to give up stuff to get off of that deal in a little bit. So even though you lose out Tobias Harris and Matisse Tybel yeah. with Ben Simmons, yeah. But Keith Pompey are, are uh, newly reminted. He's back on the Locked On Sixers podcast, so he reported that deal that was offered. I would take the Kings deal, I think, just because okay. you're getting off of Tobias too. You get Halliburton and Barnes, Buddy Heald the shooting. You get Buddy Heald on one side and Seth Curry on the other. That's that's some three-point shooting right there. It is. But now you basically turned your team into the Philadelphia Kings. Plus and, Joel Embiid. So it's that? like the better version of the Kings with DeMarcus Cousins. And then, and are you sure you're ready for that, though? You're turning your, That's a lot of Kings players on, on, to put on your team at one time. That's it's a lot. Just, but it's the it's two of their best ones. <laughs> Harrison okay, Barnes man. and, and okay. Halliburton. That's you fair. think Halliburton that's has fair. the Kings stench on him already? He's been there a year and a half. I know, man. And I like him a lot. <laughs> I really do like him. he's an incredible point guard. But that is just that's just a lot of kings, a lot of Kongs coming in <laughs> to go over there to Philly, man. It's just a lot. Shout out to my man Matt George. You know how I'm many a- weeks in a row can we can we give a Kongs reference? Uh, <laughs> oh, the man. Milwaukee Bucks 100. We got too many games to be going this long. <laughs> These Milwaukee Bucks get to win 126 to 114 against the Memphis Grizzlies. The Bucks mm. had lost six of their last eight coming into this game, so they were going down in a tailspin. Drew Holiday didn't start, but he came back from injury in this one, and Milwaukee gets the win. They are now 17-3 and this season when Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday all play. So give me your confidence meter 1-10 to 10, that the Bucks team will return to the finals. Oh. I, I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling like a 9 on this team because – when those guys all play together and you're thinking by the time we get to the the playoffs that they'll be all together 17 and 3 is i mean that's a that's a great record with those guys that is i'm going to say 7 and the main reason i'm saying 7 is because i don't want to take out the chances of my chicago bulls i was just going to say <laughs> that's a bias that's a bias number we got, we put a little asterisk next to that I'm being seven. <laughs> like a little I'm being ascot right, I'm on being the, right on the side little, of the 7 take it right there just right there on the side but yeah, man, they're an incredible team. All right. Nobody, I'm not lost sight of that. What'd you say that record is now play together? 17 and three. 17 That's and like, three when those three guys play. 
That's insane. Okay, like this that team means is just they're really eleven good. and sixteen when they're missing and want at least one of them. Exactly, man. So that means we got to take somebody out for a late night trip when next time they come to Chicago or something like that. Not That's the all. bounties. He's not talking about putting no, a bounty on. What do you mean? Take them to get something to eat on a late night trip where they won't wake up in the morning because they'll be so full Ray and happy. Lewis and Bart Scott sleep. would be proud of you. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! The top of the East. All of a sudden, the Bulls are at the top, still tied with the Heat. Uh, in in at least in the in the percentages there, the Nets are half game back. The Bucks oh. are two games back now, and the Sixers are two and a half games, and the Cavs are two and a half games. It is bunched up. That's the top six it in is. the East, and they are all within two and a half games of each other. Tough, baby. It is bunched Tough. up there. Um, speaking it. of getting bunched up, the Utah Jazz lose to the Houston Rockets. <laughs> no Donovan Mitchell for the for the Jazz, but they still fall to the Rockets. Yeah. Uh, go watch David Locks locked on now. It is it's it's quite sad. <laughs> it was quite it was quite sad. Shout out to the shout out to the head honcho, but man, he was not having a good shout time. Out. It was his thousandth regular season broadcast for the Utah Jazz on the broadcast, but they get the loss. Um, couple of stats from David Locke: the Jazz have now lost as many games to under five hundred teams as they did all of last season. Remember, the Jazz mm-hmm. were really good last year. It's their seventh time this year losing when they were leading at the half. That's twice as many as last year. They're just not taking care of business anymore. Uh, What's the chance of a first-round exit for the Utah Jazz? Let's just go through some of these teams. And Suns, first-round exit for the Jazz? Yeah, if they face the Suns, that's a first-round exit. Warriors, yes, that's an obvious one. Grizzlies, how the, the script has flipped from last year. Yes, it has. My team. I love the Grizzlies, man. Yes, is that they a first, that's a first round exit for the that's Jazz the if they play the Grizzlies. For the Jazz if they play the Grizzlies, yes, they out of there. Absolutely, no doubt in my mind. hundred percent, they're out. Hundred percent, they're going, man. You're not beating. Listen, man. You just see them what they did with Milwaukee, and they ain't even had a full lineup out there, and they barely lost that game. Like, no, they're incredible. They're they're mean, dog. That is a serious basketball team right there. They're not going out in the first round at all. They're going to a second round, man. They will beat the Jazz. Yes, they will beat the Jazz. Put it down. I said it. My <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. That one. That one we've been waiting for for two years. The Utah oh, Jazz. That's Luka, true. You guys Luka are is not worried about any of those guys. Yeah, I take Dallas in that one because I think you are hungry and your defense is obviously way way better. So also, take, Jason Kidd versus Dallas. Quinn Snyder is the most two most <laughs> aesthetically different coaches as far as like look and talk and feel and all that. Dude, Quinn uh, Snyder always just looks like a dude who who just always eyes. looking for something. Like, hey man, where you, <laughs> hey, you got it? You got it? Do you got it? He's like, Doesn't he look like he would he would open the side of his trench coat and have a bunch of watches there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He's all top of the line, baby. Top of the line. Top of the line. Hey, Quinn. Quinn. Quinn efficiency, public. Efficiency. Efficiency. <laughs> Quinn public. Quinn. We're getting, we're getting fired for sure for this episode. <laughs> uh, Denver Nuggets. Utah Jazz exit. Oh, yes. I don't think they'll be Denver. Yoke is just too special. He's too special. The Boston Celtics lose to the to the Charlotte Hornets 111 to 102. Charlotte gets a couple of big games from uh, LaMelo had a triple-double, 15, 10, and 10. Rozier had 28 and 10 assists. Count it up. Will the Hornets win a play-in game? They're the seventh seed right now, so they're all right. of a sudden, they would be playing the Raptors in the play-in game. Mm-hmm. What's, your, what's your thoughts on the Hornets getting a win against the Raptors in the play-in game? Confidence meter. Oh, confidence meter is at a two. If I'm going Not by confident five. at all. 
it's, it's, I'm not confident at all that they would beat the Raptors. The Raptors are a problem, man. All right. They are an absolute issue. You saw tonight, like you said, they played bad and they only lost by four. Yeah, like it wasn't even, it wasn't even tough, man. When they played the Bulls, that was a that was a tough game they had to pull out at the end. That's a team that's that's so well coached and their execution is so excellent on both ends of the floor. And that length that they have is an issue too, man. Like, no, I, and the experience that they have from winning a championship will also come into play. When they're playing a very young team like Charlotte, man, I don't, I don't think Charlotte beats them. Yeah, they wouldn't beat the Raptors. The Celtics or the Wizards, I would feel better about them beating than the Raptors. It's just the way That's the Raptors are made. Like if, if Siakam and Fred Van Vliet are hitting, like yeah, I would think that the Bulls could get beaten the first round by the Raptors if the, if those no. guys are hitting. <laughs> it won't happen, but you know we can move on. I'm just happen. saying, I had to take I had to take you down a peg won't. after the after the Grizzlies thing. Well, you don't have to take me down a peg with a lie. You know, <laughs> you take me down with the truth, baby. You know what I mean? Like, no, we we beat them. The Miami Heat get a win, 104 against Portland. No Dame Lillard still for them. Uh, Anthony Simons goes off pretty well for the 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 Blazers, but Jimmy yeah. Butler is the story in this one. Gets ejected <laughs> with two minutes and 28 seconds left in the second quarter. Gets two technicals back to back from two different refs. For the same scream. <laughs> he screams at a ref after not getting a foul call, and he's walking after him, yelling at him. He earned that one. And then he, he tries to walk away, and the other ref calls a tech on him. And I don't know if the refs didn't – it was one of those umpire things where the ref – I don't know if the ref realized that the other ref called a tech on him, but then yeah. he called the tech on him so he couldn't go back on his word because he didn't want to look silly, and so then he didn't mm. rescind it, and then he got ejected. He only played 15 minutes in this one. Uh, Count it up. Who will lead the Heat in techs? This is from TeamRankings.com this year so okay. far, and we've missed a lot of Bam and Butler games. Lowry's at seven. Mm-hmm. Deadman is at five. Mm-hmm. Butler is at five now with the two. And Hero has three. Who leads the Heat in technicals this year? I'm going to say Dwayne Deadman. He's everything about him when I see him, everything about him says, <laughs> I want to technically foul you, period. That is about my life. I'm, I am here for that. I'm going to say your last name is Deadman. He's about that life, all right? He's going to foul you, and he's going to foul you hard. I'm going with him. Lowry's got a good head start, but I'm, I'm going with Butler. I'm going Ooh, with Butler. That's a huge comeback there, all right? All well, right. He's, got, he's only two down now after the after the two he got, and he can get them real quick. He got he got two in like 10 seconds. So <laughs> That's true. I'm, that's going with, I'm going with Butler on that one. The Heat all of a sudden are now tied for the number one record in the West and the East right now. Big tough. All right, last one. We got the we got the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, how many NBA shows are doing this game? <laughs> how many NBA shows are talking about this game? The uh, the Spurs get a nice win, one hundred eighteen to ninety six against this really young Thunder team. That's actually pretty fun. But uh, let's play a game. Who he play for? Mom die, uh, <laughs> uh, Diakite. Who's he play for? Did you say words? Is that what Mom- that was afraid? Mom and Dai Dai Diakite. I know Diakite okay. is how you say his last name. I don't know how to say it. Okay, first. okay. Mom and Dai. Who he Diakite. play for? I'm gonna say OKC. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct on that one. All right. Who he, guess it all. <laughs> who he play for? Joe Wisecamp. <laughs> Joe Wisecamp. That sounds like a spur. <laughs> sounds like a spur. Correct. Yes. yes. <laughs> Correct. He plays for the Spurs. <laughs> Who he play for? Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Okay, see. He starts for them. He's like their starting, <laughs> he's like their starting center. Uh, all right. Who he play for? Jock Landale. Oh. 
OKC. No. No, it's the Spurs. He's a Spur. We talked about him last week because remember he had that inbounds pass that got stolen. You're right. He did. Oh, Jock. I'm so sorry. Jock Landis sounds like a guy that's like they – so the Thunder drafted Josh Giddy and they needed a friend to like hang out with him. So they just grabbed Jock Landell to come and like hang out with him. <laughs> hey, JL, come on over here. He's like, you oh, need here. All right. Who, who he played for? Trey Jones. Okay. Trey Jones, the guard? That's, what am I thinking of? Uh, the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Who he played for? Trey Mann. I thought, I hoped you were going to get those confused. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's such, you know, such an evil laughter when you say it too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was hoping you get Trey Man and Trey Jones up. confused. Trey Man plays for the Thunder. There yes, you go. Guys, that's Locked on NBA. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and joining <laughs> us at the end of this here. We have, uh, man, we have the most fun on Thursdays. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. We will be back uh, tomorrow with the guys, Adam Mares and Wes Goldberg. Thanks so much for listening to us. Guys, uh, go check out Locked on Bets for your second listen. Thanks so much for listening to Locked on NBA. Boom.